Hello, my name is Alice and welcome to the Discover Your Destiny podcast, our little hub for all things entrepreneurship, advice, motivational thoughts, manifestation tips and inspiring guest appearances. I'm so grateful to have you listening today and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome back to the Discover Your Destiny podcast. Today we have an extremely special guest with us. We have Ola Goldsmith here. She is a multiple business owner and she most recently starred on Dragon's Den. I cannot wait for you to listen to this inspiring conversation where she dished out all gossip surrounding the den and she also gave out some really, really amazing advice. So Ola, thank you so much for coming on today. I feel so blessed to be speaking to you. Thank you for having me. It's That's okay. A pleasure. I feel like we manifested this anyway because I watched your pitch and then literally after I released, I was talking about that on a podcast and then I released it and then I went on my Instagram and you'd followed me and I was like, yeah, so what's going on? One of my educators, actually, a girl that um, teaches for me, actually whatsapp to me and she was like oh I was listening to a podcast today and she was like I thought it was so nice that the girl mentioned you and she was like oh you have to check it out so I was like oh I'm gonna listen and then I ended up like listening to all of them because I didn't know which one it was <laughs> um and then I was like oh my god I just like love her vibe so I'm gonna follow her oh literally I was like oh my god this is a sign from the universe I messaged you straight away. I was like can you come on our podcast <laughs> I, so I'm I so excited happy. <laughs> <laughs> right so obviously I saw you from Dragon's Den but how did your entrepreneur journey start um so I feel like I've always had like entrepreneurial tendencies like even from college like I was doing beauty therapy at college and I always just thought oh I want to have my own business and I just, I don't know. I just thought most of my entrepreneurial like tendencies come from the fact of wanting to make money. And I always think like, wow, businesses make money and being my own boss and be able to do like what I want when I want. I'm not very um, good at being sort of told what to do. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I just thought, oh, if I can work for myself, then I can kind of like do what I want. And I'm kind of that kind of person that's very much like, strong head on my shoulders always just wants to do what I want to do and I think yeah. like if you can do what you want to do in work life is just much easier in my opinion for me definitely definitely so what was your very first business because your hair business now that wasn't your first business was it oh god no so my first ever business was my beauty therapy business when I left college I used to do like mobile beauty um and then I set up um an online fashion business the first of two <laughs> oh, wow. um, from my mum's spare bedroom um Amazing. yeah then I've had another online fashion business um then I've had my salons I'm on my third salon now all under the wow. same business but it's like my third salon yeah and then Naked Weave <laughs> how amazing how amazing so You've had all these salons. Is, is do you think with Naked Weave when you did your pitch on the den, were you like nervous or? Oh God, I was petrified. I've never been more nervous about anything in my life. But like excited nerves, like yes. I can't explain to you. Like I felt like confident, but I also felt like nervous because it's one of those things that anything can happen at any moment. Like if everybody's been in a situation where you've said something really stupid or that doesn't make sense or that's wrong but you know the right answer and I was like I really really can't do this on Dragon's Den so it made me feel uneasy that like literally everything was being filmed and I literally could not trip up 
Yeah, literally. When I was watching your pitch, I was thinking, oh my God, when you see people like going into the elevator and like going up, I would literally, my legs would go like, I get nervous just watching it. So I can't even it's imagine. It's not even a real lift. Really? <laughs> no, you just no walk way. in one side and you walk out the other side. No way. Oh my God. So tea. like you literally Gossip. don't go in and you film that like hours before. So the lift bit is not like, obviously when you go in, you go in. But for filming purposes, the filming of being in the lift, I did it about three hours before my pitch. No way. Yeah. Oh, my God. So you had three hours to get all nervous still. Oh, my God. I had hours and hours. I got there at one o'clock in the afternoon. I pitched at 7 p.m. till 9 p.m. Oh, my God. That would literally kill me. My nerves couldn't take it. I'd be dying. Oh, it was difficult. (laughs) So how did the Dragon's Den experience come about? Did you apply? Like, how did that go? Yeah, so I applied when basically I had an investment deal that had just kind of fell through. So um, before Dragons then, I was looking to get investment and I was so close to getting like a massive, like multi-million pounds deal and it fell through. So I applied to Dragons then just to distract me Mm. and cheer me up. And it was like, oh, something that I might be able to look forward to in the future because it was lockdown. It said like, you won't hear from us for months now. So I was like, I either won't hear at all and I'll forget. Or when I do hear it, it might be a pleasant surprise. I might not want to go on anymore. I don't know. So I just kind of just filled in the form and just went for it. I didn't even yeah. really think about it. I didn't think that, oh my God, they're going to ring me. Yeah, I think that's what I would think. So I'd just be thinking right to the back of my head. So what did you think when you got, um when you heard from them? I'm not going to lie. When I heard from them, I was like, I think I'm going to get on because I've done a little bit of TV before. I've done a couple of like reality TV shows before. Okay. And I know my personality and I know what I'm like and I know what they like for TV. So I thought whether they think my business is good or rubbish, I thought I must, I'll have a good chance of going on because Mm. I know that I'm good at talking. I know my strengths. So whether I get investment or not, I just thought, you know what? The fact that they're ringing me, turn on my charm now and make sure that like I get on so I did I did feel like yes hopefully I'm gonna get on yeah um but I I was still shocked I was like oh my god this could actually happen yeah I'd literally be dying so um how did you find the pitch how long is the pitch so it's seven two it's two hours two hours I was well about two hours 15 minutes obviously on telly it's like 10 minutes yeah because they, they they said to me like it's however long they want to speak to you. So they didn't give me a time, but I didn't expect it to be that long. Wow, that is such a long time. I would literally be like, oh my God, I cannot, my nerves. And I had heels on. So I was like, oh my God. Yes, yeah. Oh my God. So um, after the pitch, how was that experience? When So when it got released on the TV, how long was that from when you actually did the pitch? Oh, such a long time. So I filmed it in like June and then it went onto TV in January. So quite a long time yeah yeah and was you nervous for it to come out yeah so then I started panicking because it was such a long time ago like the longer time goes by the more you start to like forget things so obviously I knew what happened and I knew what was said but I didn't know what they were going to show because I was like well there's two hours of stuff that they could show yeah of course um and there's only like nine they they'd emailed me and said that like we're just letting you know you have got one of the longer slots so it's going to be between like seven and seven and 12 minutes something like that so I was just trying to guess I knew they was going to put in the crying because I was like they love a good cry like crying is tv gold isn't it so I knew that 
that that, that was going to be put in, but there was a lot that led up to the crying. So I was yeah. like, how are they going to condense it down and make it look like, oh, she's crying for a reason? Because if they don't put enough in, it might look a bit weird. So I was just more like intrigued in how they were going to edit it and make it look like natural. Yeah. I thought your pitch was amazing. I remember feeling so inspired and I think so many people could relate to kind of what you was talking about with like the loneliness and feeling sometimes that like lack of self-belief. So yeah, I can you think, talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, I think that although like I feel like it's really hard to explain because you can be a really confident person mm. and still doubt yourself. They're two different things confident and self-doubt and self-doubt and self-belief are all different things so I'm really confident in what I do I'm confident in my business but it's easy to like doubt yourself in your goals it's easy to think of bad things that could happen because that's your natural um defense mechanism that's you telling your brain that you know bad things might happen and if it does happen like don't worry like you'll be okay so it's kind of like your own like self-defense mechanism it doesn't mean that you don't think you're capable of it Mm. because there's so many things that I'm capable of but every now and again doubt will creep in and I I feel like it's like a protection I'm just protecting myself just in case yeah like I could be like 99% confident in something but that 1% of doubt may still show up at any point and that's what happened on Dragon's Den I kind of didn't want to be like too cocky either yeah, so course, you're, yeah. there's so many things as well you are aware that you're being filmed as well and you're aware that you're representing your business mm. um on the stage um and I did have a game plan and my game plan was to not be overconfident and I think that my not being overconfident came a little came across a little bit of being underconfident and not that that was not true like I do have moments of self-doubt um but yeah, it's hard. I think I'm just like any other entrepreneur when you're on your own, it's hard. Like you go back and forth all the time. Absolutely. I thought, honestly, I thought your pitch was so amazing. It definitely stood out to me because I think it had that factor to it where everyone could relate to that feeling. I even got a lump in my throat when you started crying because I think when you've started your business, everyone has felt that. So I thought your pitch was amazing. And I think no matter where you are in your journey as well, you can sort of feel like that. Um, absolutely you can have a day where you've got this one decision to make and although you've got all your friends and family around you you can just feel loneliness in oh my god but I've still got to make that decision and Mm. even whether I feel confident about it or not loneliness can creep into you there when you're like oh my god it's all resting on my shoulders and Mm. it's kind of a different kind of loneliness it's that like fear of like making a bad choice sort of thing Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So what would you say has been your biggest achievement yet on your journey? Oh, gosh, it's been really hard because there's so many big achievements. But I think just surviving the pandemic was a big achievement for me. Surviving (laughs) the pandemic, I was like, if this business like is still alive after the pandemic. um, Yeah, that was a massive achievement for me because... It was my first, it's the biggest business I've had. And it was like the first of something so big. And then also a worldwide pandemic that no one's used to dealing with. Mm. I was like, if I can survive this, I can literally survive anything. So the fact that we got through the other side and we're like back on the orp and, you know, 
managed to get on Dragon's Den. Like there's so many things, it's really hard to pinpoint it. And then another really big achievement was getting booked to work um, for Pretty Little Thing on the Molly May job. Um, that was for beauty amazing something that I thought would never happen and it wasn't even a goal because I didn't even think it was it's not something that I ever considered could or would happen it wasn't like something that I reached for so it was a bit of a shock it just sort of came about yeah it just came about like because I do like mainly teaching and mainly styling within my salon I probably had goals of like, oh, I, I wish one day I could do such and such hair or, but I never thought, oh, one day I want to do a catwalk for Pretty Little Thing and work for Beauty Works at London Fashion Week. Like it, it's just, it didn't come into my head. Oh, it was amazing. I was watching your Instagram and I was just like, what an amazing day. How, how was that? What was the day like? It was honestly incredible. I was overwhelmed. Like I was so, so nervous. Like Again, I'm not even going to lie. I doubted myself. I was panicking. I was like, what if I can't do it? What if mine looks rubbish compared to everybody else's? Like, what if, like, I can't get the style to go right? Like, what if everyone's looking at me thinking, what's she doing? She's not doing it right. And like all of those stupid little things, but it went perfectly. It went so smoothly. I made so many new friends, amazing contacts. And I got booked by Beauty Works for another job that oh my focuses God, just around me, which is actually happening next week. And they're, they're coming to film at my salon. <gasps> so I feel like it's going to be like the first of a, an ongoing relationship, hopefully with Beauty Works. Wow, that is insane. And obviously Molly May works with Beauty Works. So maybe I'll get to work another event. Yes, let's manifest that. Definitely. Yes, I love that. And this is the thing, you have just got to go for things because even though you have those doubts it's like imagine if you didn't do that day then that wouldn't have happened and then you won't be doing the beauty work so it's just insane exactly like part of me wanted to say no you're not qualified to do it just don't do it don't put yourself out there and you know ruin your reputation by doing something you're not capable of and then the other part of me is like just do it what if it goes amazingly faith over fear and I'm so glad that I chose faith over fear it, your work looked amazing and the day just Thank looked you. insane and it was such a big event because there's been nothing really like that with Pretty Little Thing or any business like that. So I literally just can't even believe that I did it so I'm just still buzzing from it now. Yeah it looked insane. So who is someone who inspires you? So I'm really inspired by like people that own big massive brands that have started from nothing and just like catapulted like into massive massive businesses like for example beauty works I remember beauty works started when I was not long started as well we kind of started at the same time um so Penelope Cheshire who's the CEO of beauty works like I feel like I'm inspired by her because I love her lifestyle and I'm just like it's not necessarily just the work but like it's weird because you know like some people are like love the Kardashians and like they want to be a yeah. Kardashian yeah. I want to be Penelope Cheshire <laughs> like she I love literally that. is literally a boss I like I love that she goes to all these glamorous play I can't imagine my life ever being like that but I like looking at her and obviously because she's in the hair industry because she's built such a big she was like one of the first hair brands that really used like social media and influencers and catapulted her business out of that so I'm really inspired by her I'm really inspired by my best friend. I've got um, a best friend called Layla who um, has owned multiple, like multi-million pound furniture businesses. And they all started from just an idea um, like mm-hmm. me and she's built them from scratch. So just loads of people. I'm just inspired by people that like overcome odds and do things um, on their own without backing. I think for me, 
growing something and building something from scratch um, and making it massive. Even like there's a um, a clothing company called Hera. I mean, the guy that um, built it has sold it now. He's called um, Ash White. And he built this from his bedroom. Like he got mm-hmm. like a little loan off his family member. Maybe I can't remember exactly, but he yeah. built it from his bedroom and like then sold it for millions in the end. And I just I'm so inspired by people that start things from their bedroom and then just end go up for it. Go, yeah. Going crazy. I love that. Yeah. I love hearing success stories. And I think the way the world's going, people are starting to really believe in themselves and really take opportunities, especially in the lockdown. I feel like more businesses started than ever. So it's so amazing how the world's changing. Yeah, definitely. I agree. So how do you deal and get up back after setbacks? So going back to like the pandemic, how did you deal with that? So the way that I've started dealing with like setbacks now is realizing that they are going to happen all of the time. Mm. No matter what, no matter how confident you are, something bad can happen. A a really important delivery can get lost. You know, a massive bill can come out of nowhere that like ruins your plan for the month. Like Mm. no matter what setbacks are going to happen, what, the way that I deal with them is act fast. So that mm-hmm. is my new, like, okay, if you're going to cry about it and you're going to be upset about it, you cannot be upset for longer than a day. And that's even if you've got a, enough time to be upset for a day. So you need to act fast and you need to like deal with what you can control. Like if I've learned anything, it's stop like wasting time trying to fix the broken bits and just build some new bits and move on. Like it's easier said than done sometimes, but if there's absolutely nothing that you can do about this setback other than move forward, just do it fast. Like do not wait, just do it fast. I love that mentality. Definitely. Um, What has been your biggest pinch me moment? Oh, biggest pinch me moment. Okay. So getting on the phone to and on Zoom calls and I'm still in conversation with, and I can't say anything because I've signed an NDA with one of the biggest investors in my industry ever. I stalked them, emailed them, used the contact form on their website. Literally, I think I used to do it like every five weeks or something. I'd contact them. And then one day they just emailed my generic email looking for me Mm. and I got on a zoom call with them it was in between Christmas and new year and I was like whether I get investment for them or not the fact that I am talking business with this company that owns only like multi-billion million dollar businesses the fact that I am talking about my business to them is a pinch me moment so I think it's just being taken serious by huge investment companies there in America like I could only wow. like dream of speak I couldn't believe that I was having a conversation with him yeah. and I was on a zoom and it was face to face and I swear to god to try and keep my face like a normal like face was yeah. so difficult like I was like ah! <laughs> and I think at some point I might have been like jumping up and down like in my oh chair my trying god. I couldn't keep still and I think I just in the end I had to say to him I'm really sorry but this is a really exciting call for me <laughs> I love that and where do you get the confidence from to just go for it to just email these people when how do you stop yourself from going I can't like that imposter syndrome I think you just have to think that nothing bad can happen the worst that will happen is they will ignore you Mm. so if I email somebody that is like way too big or 
applied for an opportunity that is way too big, they're either going to say like, no, thank you. They're either going to say nothing. Um, then probably not going to say, how dare you email me? You've just yeah. got to think about, put things into perspective. perspective. People get like so many emails. Every, and I just think if you do not knock that door, it's not going to throw itself in front of you. Mm. You like everything good that's ever happened in my life is because I've been proactive. I have never had anything accidentally fall in my lap. It's because even though I say, even like about the beauty workshop, I said that, oh my God, I can't believe it happened. But that's through me going out there, putting my name out there, putting my face out there, making sure that everyone's tagging and talking about Naked Weave so that they know me. Yes. So I probably have like created that myself yeah. because otherwise how would they have found me? Like I put myself out there and made myself be able to be found. So yeah. I think that you just have to go for it. Um, and most of the time, the things that I go for are when I've had a setback. So if something really bad happens to me or something doesn't go my way, that same day or the next day, I will be looking for the next opportunity um, no, because that. that's how I get over it. Because mm -hmm. I, I can't sit and dwell. I'm like, OK, well, they've said no about this. So tomorrow I'm going to email this person, this person and this person. I'm going to get on the phone to them. I'm going to create this and I'm going to I'm, I'm going to do this. And it just takes my mind off things. And then yeah. some of the things happen. I think that's why you're so successful because you've just got this rock solid mindset. It's so amazing. Um, so Thank what you. would you say has been your biggest lesson learned in business? Oh, <laughs> biggest lesson learned is when you're doing really, really well, do not um, spend too much money reinvesting. So I always thought, oh my God, if you make like a decent amount of money, it's a really good idea to not pay yourself and just spend it on growing the business. If I've learned anything, it's to make sure you've got a cushy little safety net right. before you invest in the next thing. And it's to maximize what you've got before you start spending your money on new ideas. I think like I do it all the time and I still nowadays even though I'm saying this now, I still sometimes need to give myself this advice. Yeah. That I'm always constantly doing new things. And I think that it's really important to maximize what's going good before you move on to like doing the next thing. And as a creative person, it's really hard not to do that because you constantly yeah. have new ideas. Um, but sometimes putting that energy into maxim out, maxing out your existing ideas is probably going to be a little bit less risky. It's always risky starting something new. So if you've got something that's going really good, just think about how you can push that and maximise that before you start something new. Because the amount of times I've took my focus off something because I thought, oh my God, that's going amazing now. Let's bring out something else that's amazing. And then I've wasted my time and energy because that thing, the next thing's flopped. Yeah. And then I end up having to go back to the old thing and think, oh my God, I need to, I need to go back like mm. I just think like don't go too fast that is such good advice because I think everyone is so guilty of, of that because the creative side is so addictive yeah so you're always it, thinking about the next thing it's natural and like sometimes you just have to like slow down so like I don't make decisions now overnight like I used to act like I say act fast but like on really important decisions that are going to cost loads of money and are going to like I don't know if it's a new business idea or a new string to your bow or a new product. 
I sleep on it for days and days and days and yeah. speak about it with other people and get other opinions and get an outsider's opinion. Yeah. Because when you're in business on your own, you can convince yourself to do whatever you want. If you think something's the right decision, you'll talk yourself into it. Definitely. <laughs> you'll, you'll justify yeah. why you're going to do it. I do it all the time. <laughs> yeah, you're like, well, I need to do it because of this, this and this. And I know I shouldn't, but the reason that I am going to do it is because of this, this <laughs> and this. So I think sometimes like when you have that feeling, you have to go and get the opinion of others. Yeah. And if you're like me, if it's not the what I want to hear, I won't listen. I'm like, all right, I'm going to think, talk to somebody else who's going to say what I want them yeah. to say. But don't. I think it's really important to listen and Get brainstorm. Solid advice. I yeah. love that. I think I, I totally agree because I'm exactly the same. It's hard, um, but you've got to try. Definitely. Because my head's so in the clouds. Like, I'm like, that's going to work and that's going to be amazing. And when it, when yeah. it doesn't, I'm thinking I should have listened to that advice and yeah. stood back. <laughs> yeah. um, so going back to difficult times within business, have you ever wanted to quit and just pack it all in? Do you ever have those moments? Um, about every three months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes like, oh, my God, literally just last week, so I've got like um, a legal issue going on with the salon and it's something that's like, it's unfair and it's uncalled for and it's nothing that I've done wrong. I'm just going about my business and because something's never happened to you before doesn't mean that it's never going to happen. Mm. And instinctively, I'm like, oh, I don't want to deal with this. So I'm just going to shut my salon and, and close and forget it. Let them win. I just can't be bothered to deal with it. I'm just going to quit. All my hard work can just go because... I don't want to deal with it. Yeah. So most of the time when I want to quit, it's because I don't want to deal with a problem. So every time I have an absolutely major problem, I'll start working fast. Um, but before I've started working fast, I'll have that thing saying, shall I just quit? Yeah. But it's really, it's really small now. It's never really like serious anymore. I used to seriously want to quit about stupid things all the time. <laughs> but now because I've got more experience in dealing with, like issues and bad things I'm like oh god I just oh I could just quit today but obviously I'm not gonna it's yeah, more like that it's now. just a thought yeah it's just a thought but previously when I didn't have experience um I've thought oh my god it's not worth it but then I thought you know what if you're gonna be in business you will never survive any business if you can't deal with problems and you're gonna quit every time absolutely yeah really bad happens so yeah I, th- I think it quite often yeah <laughs> I do as well yeah, all the time I think you're like, oh, whenever, it's not worth it. yeah I think it's because it's all on your shoulders like you're you like, I'm not even a millionaire and this is happening to me yeah <laughs> yeah if I was a millionaire it'd be fine it'd be worth it you're like if I was a millionaire it'd be fine but you know I work so hard I'm not even like doing as well as I could be and oh you just like start <laughs> having a go at yourself but then you get over yeah. it yeah it's weird though because you can literally go so low in it where you're like oh, I'm so done with this you cried and then yeah. 30 minutes later it's like a switch and it's like actually yeah. you're fine now give yourself 30 minutes to cry about it 100 percent. um what's one piece of advice you'd give to aspiring entrepreneurs I would say um stick to your passion do not go into a business because you think you're going to make money out of it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you need to go into a business to make money. Nobody wants to like really, unless it's like charity, do stuff for free. But don't do an industry just because you think you're going to make money where if it's not something you're passionate about or really good at or, you know, know your stuff about, don't go into it because I've made that mistake. And that's what I did with fashion. 
I still love fashion now. And every now and again, probably every six months, I'm like, oh, shall I do another fashion business? And I've already told Mm -hmm. myself not to go back there. But because I'm interested in it a little bit, I'm not passionate about it. I just like clothes like any other girl. It doesn't mean just because you like something, it doesn't mean you're going to have a successful business in it. You have to be like sleep and breathe it. Just think about like if you had a business that you just liked and then something really, really bad went wrong, it's going to be difficult to like mm-hmm. pick yourself up. So you, I feel like it has to be your calling in life. And like, yeah. you know, don't be afraid to make mistakes. Like you might go for something and it doesn't work out, but quitting is not always bad. Sometimes you have to like quit one dream to pursue a better dream. 100% I love that I love that so much I think I think it's so true I, I think quitting has got this connotation around it but I actually think it's sometimes a smarter decision when you're looking at the grand plan yeah so like you can quit an idea just don't quit the dream yeah so you can quit like that idea of like okay so I wanted to do I don't know I wanted to be a singer it didn't work out okay so I'm going to be a producer that's fine. So you yeah. just put one bit of it where you're going to go for something at, like else. Yeah. So I just think that sometimes quitting is good. Yeah, definitely. The smarter decision. Yeah. Oh, it's been so amazing. I've absolutely loved talking to you. I feel like you've literally said so many quotes and things that have just so inspired me. It went so quick oh, as well. <laughs> I love speaking yeah, to I you Yeah, I try so to be, be as upbeat as possible. It's hard sometimes because obviously everybody has bad days. Everybody has bad weeks um but it's not a bad life like exactly. you probably heard that quote it's not it's not a bad life it's just a bad day and like sometimes things can be so bad that you think I don't even know how I'm gonna come back from this like mm. this is real bad I can't come back from it but you do mm. and if you yeah. like I always say like one of the biggest things that, that keeps me going is think about the worst thing that's ever happened to you in your life and did you get through it well, of course you did, because you're still here. You're still here, And you're yes. still getting on with your day. Mm-hmm. So at that time, you thought you would never get over it. Everybody's got something that, oh my God, I remember that time. And I remember I sat and I cried and I thought I would never get over it. Or this happened in my business. And I was like, oh my God, I'm never going to get over it. But I did. You do, yeah. Yeah, you've overcome 100% of all of your worst days. Everybody has. I love that. You are so amazing. You're so inspiring. And everyone listening, please go and watch your pitch because it was absolutely amazing. They can watch it on BBC iPlayer. Is that right? Yeah. And I'm episode one of series 19. (laughs) Amazing. So where can people find you on social media? So on social media, you can find me on Instagram. It's Ola underscore Goldsmith. And I've just started um, my own little podcast, which is called behind the scenes chasing dreams um so yeah if you want to like know more about what I do and like more of like these kind of conversations like good bad just like the real raw stuff like I try and keep my social media upbeat um and I try and keep my podcast real so like sometimes all the bad the bad the good and the ugly everything's in there I was listening to it the other day and I was like this is going to be so good like because it's such a honest conversation I feel like you're that like sister that everyone needs to like it's the stuff that you don't necessarily want to tell people but you wish that people would tell you yes Exactly, exactly. So they can find that. Is that on Apple and Spotify podcast? Yeah, it's on Apple and Spotify and quite a few other platforms. And it's called Behind the Dreams, Behind the Scenes Chasing Chasing Dreams. Dreams. It's the right (laughs) mouthful. Oh, thank you so much for coming on. This has been literally amazing.
Thank you for having me. I literally am a fan. <laughs> oh, you're welcome.